This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends, yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Oh, did you see what happened in D.C. last night? Yes, I did. The pro-Palestinian supporters were clashing with police, they say. No, it was a mostly peaceful protest. Uh, I saw it. I don't think No, mostly true. peaceful. Well, you mean like you're throwing rocks at cops and stuff like that? Yeah, mo- mo- cops well, are getting injured? I mean, it, it was, you know, uh, I guess you would say a violent but mostly peaceful protest. Okay. I'd play some clips, but it'd be nothing but beeps. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of it. Yeah. And there was one refreshing thing I saw in one clip where the cops were actually pushing people back. And you had the different protesters almost in disbelief saying, hey, don't touch me. No, get back. You need to get back. Bleeping, get back. And so then it was with hands to chest, move back you need to clear yeah. i'm like yeah that's that's what an officer is supposed to do <laughs> why are you surprised it's like you're trying to break into the dnc yeah they're going to form a committee to investigate this now oh i don't think so hold hearings i don't think it was so. insurrectiony no for well it looked a lot like the pro-israel rally in dc <laughs> yeah <today. laughs> yeah right <laughs> right well, it was at the DNC headquarters, too, so, you know, yeah. they're eating their own now, well, that's for sure. Yeah, and yeah. to me, you know, when, when, <laughs> when I see some Democrats, Brad Sherman, et cetera, people who had to be evacuated from the building because of this, yeah, I, I just, that's, that's why I'm kind of having the attitude of, no, it's mostly peaceful. It was oh, yeah. actually just uh, uh, pretty hateful for you guys to send out the cops to, to put these protesters back. Mainly because these are the same jackasses who stood around and said, no, no, it's a myth that Antifa is burning down portions of Portland. <laughs> That's right. It's like all you people were denying the existence of violent conflicts, violent riots across the country just three short years ago. And now you yep. want me to feel bad for you because your little party got eaten alive by the communists that you enabled for years? Just go screw yourself. Yeah. Deal with it. Fiery but peaceful. Yeah, where was, was the, the same? Where thing. was AOC cowering at? Right, fearing, fearing for, her life. for her life. Where was she fearing for it at? I'm not quite sure. Several where miles AOC away, was. but I'm sure she was fearing for it. She's going to her counselor. She was under her desk. Yep. Of course. Yes. Now, there's something going on with TikTok and Osama bin Laden, dude. And explain this, David. All right. So, uh, journalist Yashar Ali posted something. Uh, about this. Uh, It's going on on TikTok, and it's mostly young women who stumbled upon a letter to America, something that 
Osama bin Laden wrote explaining the reasons for his 9-11 attacks. He wrote a few different letters throughout uh, his life, especially post 9-11. This was probably the most infamous because it was uh, written in 2002 on the heels of the uh, September 11th terrorist attacks. Now, here's the crazy part. Okay. Because these people on TikTok have been brainwashed into thinking America is the root of all evil. They're literally saying, hey, maybe bin Laden was on to something. Holy smokes. Here's all a right, montage. Okay. Just, this has left me very disillusioned, and I feel the same exact way I felt when I was deconstructing Christianity. I feel uh, oh, no. a little bit just Oh, no, conf- a deconstructionist. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Just confused like I have entered into another timeline. What is this? Let me know if you are also going through an existential crisis in this very moment. I feel like I'm going through like an existential crisis right now. In reading the letter, I could only think of this tweet that I saw the other day. Under settler colonialism, any kind of resistance is branded as terrorist because the only acceptable violence is violence by the occupier. This makes a lot more sense. It explains so much. Reading this letter, it becomes apparent to me that the actions of 9-11 and those acts committed against the USA and its people were all just the buildup of our government failing other nations. Get the hell out of my country. Oh, man. Leave. Go. Now. God, that is disheartening. Wow. Well, I mean, I think about it this way, too. If you have someone in your family that all of a sudden starts talking (laughs) in this sort of way, the best thing you can do is say, hold on a second. Can we just spend maybe an hour together to research a couple things so you know what's going on here and get off of TikTok? Because TikTok, it's designed in its algorithms to brainwash you. Few people know that. They, as a matter of fact, it was either the Today Show or Good Morning America was doing this puff piece on how TikTok saved a life. Right. It's like, oh, really? China's here in San Francisco yesterday, and you're parroting that the next day. Great job. No, TikTok's dangerous in a lot of different ways. And my goodness, the brainwashing for the generation below us is really troubling. Say, yeah, man, Osama bin Laden was right. Wow. Well, yeah, there's a lot of work to do. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, and, and just for clarity, if you haven't read it, it it's kind of hard to find right now. Uh, the Guardian actually had published it in 2002, and they have now taken it down because of what's been going on online. Um, they're, they're saying it's been stripped of context. I think that's terrible. You got it. You can't do that because all it does is fuel conspiracy theories leave it up because i don't know how you can read the letter uh to america by osama bin laden and come away with the conclusion that that guy was onto something he's a crackpot he's a crank or was and I, i mean part of the thesis is that in his words jewish control of america led to the death of arabs in the middle east and that's why he felt like he had to orchestrate numerous attacks against the united states let me ask a question for these people out there on tiktok if not the united states where would you like to live to have all of the freedoms that you want to grow as whether a female or just an individual with civil liberties with a chance to make your dreams come true whatever they are if it's not the United States, where do you want to go? What's the example? 
I don't hear anybody give one. Boy, I wish I was in fill in the blank. I don't hear it. Yeah, of course, America has its issues. But is there anywhere else that you'd rather be? I think the only thing I can take for do this. You want, what, do yeah, you want to go to Iran? Right. No, of course. I mean, you <laughs> go ahead. But, you know, right. Afghanistan? Yeah. Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Are you joking? I People also, you know, in our past have uh, said, you know, that Charlie Manson's got some ideas. I mean, there was a movement <laughs> oh, my that goodness. took place. Same thing with Jim Jones. Wow. I mean, the people have been brainwashed, been brainwashed for a long time, is my point. What do they say to the Kool-Aid with Jim Jones? They drank right. it. But, I mean, the people afterwards that say, you know, he had a point there. What are you talking about? No, I'm saying it started <laughs> with just a fanatical nut job, yeah. and it, it grew into this thing, right? And you just hope that the nutcases that are out there now, uh, you know, lauding the wisdom of Osama bin Laden, will at some point realize the error in their ways before it's too late. Wow, man. I know you had that bit coming up, but I hadn't heard that audio yet. That is no. really something. It is something. That's, it, I mean, you hate to say troubling. It's troubling because you sound like a dope. No, it is. But that's troubling. It is. In a lot of different ways. Um, you know, I'm going to switch gears to something else. Listen to uh, part of Megyn Kelly's podcast yesterday, and she had the makers of this documentary on. The documentary has been released today. The Fall of Minneapolis. And it's about the George Floyd story. And the story that most people in America don't know. And even if you followed it a lot and know that Derek Chauvin never got a fair trial, um, there was enough fentanyl in George Floyd to kill him, obviously. There's a lot more to the story that a lot of us did not know. Um, and in that interview, and maybe you remember this lady, Liz Collin is one of the makers. She was a prominent news anchor in Minneapolis. And for our friends in, Mich or in Minnesota, you already know this. Um, and she was married to the head of the police union. And you had protesters outside their house yeah. in August. There were, they had made a pinata of her and her husband and different local leaders. I mean, talking about violence. She didn't do anything. And so since then, she left the station, and she's been doing some different reporting. Um, but one of the things they do is they go back to, say, 2019, the way they set this up. Does anybody know George Floyd was arrested in 2019 and what was going on at that time, a year before the death of George Floyd? This is really interesting. Check this out. Yes. We have much more of an ability to control our No, that's the Elon Musk. That's different. That's a different clip. Um We'll get to the clip of the EMT being called. Do you remember any word about the EMT being called right after um, they got him on the ground? After George Floyd had said, I can't breathe sitting in the car. Yeah. Everything that led up to it, they called the EMT. Uh, that this narrative that was concocted of seven, eight, nine minutes that, you know, it became the, this mantra, but nobody talks about the 36 seconds that passed before Thomas Lane calls for an EMS, for, for an ambulance. Uh, and we still yeah. to this day think that if they would have just been honest with these body camera videos from the very beginning, we 
clearly would not be here having right. this having this conversation. But but they hit all of this, including that conversation that the officers have about MRT, the maximal restraint technique. Again, something we're told the very next day. This is not something they recognize. This is not a part of training. Um, and they were saying that very early on. And we noticed that the the uh, training manuals, the two pages that address this MRT, just disappeared um, offline. And we have quite a bit about that in in the right. book uh, as well. They were manipulating this case uh, from the very beginning. We'll get to more of that a little bit later on. The entire thing's manipulated. Mm. It's astounding. And the different politicians that get involved. And the more that you hear about the story, the more ticked off you are. And again, there are so many people in the country that have no idea that think George Floyd was murdered. And Chauvin, I mean, that guy's never, he, he wasn't going to get a fair trial there anyway. But the Supreme Court is probably not going to hear it. Is just sad all the way around. Good news, at least for you two fellas, Scott, David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a Taylor Swift cruise with awesome. her. Uh, you know, that's just the thing. It's going to be celebrating all things Taylor, and there's going to be dress up from the See, different Taylor the eras. There's a cottage and, industry developing and, on this, right? And fans can get together and talk yes. about all things Taylor yes. Swift on this cruise, but she's not going to be no, there. No, of course not. No. Oh. <laughs> Who does that? You can't like you're selling riding lawnmowers, Taylor Swift Day, and you have, you know, people come out and dressed as her and they play her music. I mean, it's crazy. You two are the fans. Are you have you had enough yet? No, well, I'm not, I would never well, no, participate I, in that. No. Oh my god. I can never have enough Taylor Swift. Good night, man. When's it gonna end? All the commercials and the the Kelsey brothers have a Christmas song together now. <laughs> Make it all stop. Wow. Okay. And the Senate approves the government funding bills, and people are upset. We got a lot to get to. Straight ahead. Triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. 
I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. David, before your news update, mention this documentary. And if you go to thefallofminneapolis.com, you can see it there. It's all about the George Floyd case. And we mentioned Liz Collin, who was a news anchor there. She was a big part of the book and the documentary. And just as a little piece of info, she talked about something that was hidden that happened with George Floyd a year before the whole arrest and the death was in 2019. What we tried to do in the documentary as well, Megan, is is go back to 2019, where we have a very similar arrest take place with George Floyd. However, our leaders uh, here in Minneapolis started parroting that they never knew who George Floyd was. They'd never heard of him before. Well, it turns out, you know, he was the, the center of an undercover drug investigation uh, where they found thousands of dollars uh, in uh, pills uh, on him that day. And his arrest, if you play side by side from 2019 to, to 2020, is so similar. And so we wanted to, to bring that out in, in the film as well, the, the same things he's talking about, the same resistance, uh, et cetera, and also speaking uh, to that officer who arrested George Floyd in 2019. But again, we were, we were lied to and uh, said that that you know, never had happened before. The whole thing's a scam. The entire thing. The knee was never on the neck, it was on the shoulder. Because there's a different angle you see from police cam that they wouldn't release. Jeez. It's unreal, man. Yeah. Well, it's unreal. You got a news update too, David. Yeah, I do. Uh, police have made an arrest in the death of uh, Paul Kessler, if you remember this story from a couple weeks back. 69-year-old guy uh, yeah. who was part of a pro-Israel rally. A bunch of pro-Palestine people showed up. Uh, somebody got in his face pushed him down, he hit his head on the ground, and he died. So an arrest has been made. The pro-Palestinian college professor, <laughs> Loey Al-Naji, was booked at the Ventura County Pretrial Detention Facility for involuntary manslaughter. His bail was set at a million dollars, according to the sheriff's office there. The headline from CNN reads, quote, Arrest made in death of Jewish protester who fell and hit his head. You're joking me. Jeez. Still, he fell. He didn't. Just all of a sudden stepped on a marble. Yeah, d slipped on a banana peel uh, that somebody left behind haphazardly. Has it been confirmed he was hit in the head with the megaphone? He does. It does look like he had some bruising on, on the left, if I'm remembering correctly, on the left side of his face. But it looks like the more catastrophic injury was on the back of the head where his head hit the pavement. Right. Wow. But he didn't, he, he didn't fall and hit his head. He was pushed. Yes. <sighs> okay. I guess that's exactly what we should suspect from these people now. It's always a false narrative. And an update. Yeah, the Senate approved the government funding bill. Uh, yeah, it keeps the lights on in the government uh, at least through early next year. There are going to be twin government showdown of. Uh, uh, government shutdown showdowns, I should say, one in January and one in February because they've kind of split up how the uh, – I don't want to get all into the weeds on it, but they've split up how the funding was allocated here.
to try to pass a, a just get this thing done so they didn't have to you know show up and pass some massive omnibus spending bill uh coming up at the end of the year got it nothing about the border okay uh we don't have time for this now. Something we'll get to a little bit later uh, that's making the rounds. This grandma that's over 100 years old was giving some advice to her 38-year-old granddaughter who is not married. And some are saying it's completely inappropriate for mm. this old lady to be saying some of the things that she says. That means I'm going to like it. I just know. I yeah. got a feeling, yeah. Scotty, you're uh, yeah. probably going to like yeah. it. Yeah. All I need is somebody to tell me it's inappropriate. <laughs> this is the Markley like Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, David, biggest story if there's one today. Uh, biggest story of the day. Uh, honestly, to me, it is the thing that has actually had me a little bit rattled, which is TikTokers uh, praising Osama bin Laden after reading uh, the letter to America. Yeah, you could say, well, what about Biden caving to China? Well, that's almost to be expected. Yeah. I I just didn't think I'd, I'd be sitting here in the year 2023 and saying, well, actually, Osama bin Laden was the bad guy. I, it, it's crazy that people are, are, are believing the opposite is true. Yes, it is. We'll get to that and go around the table for What's Your Story straight ahead right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, Gail King has a guest on the CBS Morning Show. Yeah. And what are they talking about, David? Uh, well, it's the father of an eight-year-old girl who was kidnapped by Hamas in the October 7th uh, terror attacks in Israel. Oh, my goodness. And uh, she tries to do some whataboutism to a father who wants his eight-year-old girl to be rescued from a terrorist organization all right roll it now this seems to be all about politics what do you say about that you know you have innocent children in Palestine Palestinians who are dying innocent Israeli children who are dying and no one seems to be able to say enough stop that <sighs> I'm not interested in politics at all uh, my only concern is getting Emily back Jeez, what's wrong with her? I don't know. Are you joking me? <laughs> His eight-year-old daughter has been under Hamas control. She's a hostage and has been since October 7th. You're saying, yeah, these kids are dying. And, and what is that stupid question? Innocent Israeli children who are dying. And no one seems to be able to say enough. Stop that. <sighs> enough. Stop that. And he's flabbergasted by her comment. And I think he's measured in what he said, but man, I'm taking the microphone off and going, "We're done. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm walking. I'm not going to listen to this." So, what garbage. is the question? Is this just about politics? politics no one yeah. is able to say stop. Seems to be so much about politics. I'm guessing she's not one of the media members that actually saw the video from October 7th with all the atrocities. I'm guessing she hasn't seen that to understand what we're dealing with here. My goodness, man. That's really crazy. What do you think? No one says just stop. 
Have you heard the people from Hamas, what they've said? They want to do it again and again and again. No one's making that up. They've said it on record. Yeah, let's get a let's get a weeping father on the set and then throw that out there. Wow, man. That's brutal. You know what? I saw this piece. It was a Substack piece by Sasha Stone. I wasn't familiar with her, but it's interesting. Um, just to give you a taste of what it says. She said, you wouldn't know me if you met me in May of 2019. As I drove to a luncheon for Joe Biden, sponsored by a big donor at one of the mansions in a wealthy pocket of L.A., I had been handpicked as an influencer after rising in the ranks of Team Hillary on social media. I'd thrown myself into politics in 2015, panicking about climate change. We have to win, I thought. She said, by the end of 2020, just one year later, I'd left the Democratic Party for good. Been yelled at by somebody on Twitter, lost a good many uh, friends and very nearly everything else. And now by 2023, all I can think is that Democrats have to lose. They have to be voted out. I've been trying to tell my story in a way that matters for three years. I have failed to convince or persuade anyone from my side. They still treat me like someone who has been radicalized online or somehow mentally incapacitated. They still see Trump as an existential threat to democracy and the grassroots movement known as MAGA as domestic extremists, white supremacists, and a threat to their way of life. And she goes on, and man, it's brutal, talking about the left. (laughs) And she said, the truth is it's never democracy they wanted. It's too messy, too many dissenting viewpoints and speech they didn't like. It was totalitarianism, complete and total dominance of American culture they wanted. The Internet, the corporations, the universities, and now the government. Trump's win in 2016 turned our utopia into a dystopia. And we walled ourselves off in a fear bunker and listened to the media tell us the monsters that roamed the perimeter. Just make the monsters go away. It's really something that somehow she saw the light and what was really going on. And wow. Said the GOP, by the way, if they had any spine whatsoever, would be channeling Michael Corleone right about now and saying to the Democrats and the system that supports them, you can have my answer right now. My answer is nothing. You're getting nothing from here on out. Absolutely nothing. We're not going to do this crap with you trying to jail Trump or anything else. We're not going to stand for it. It is. It's somebody that's just had enough. And I think it's one of those things in a way where... I guess if you're a former smoker and then you smell cigarette smoke, it bothers you more oftentimes than the person that never smoked to begin with. And if you've been on one side and then see all the lies and all the BS, sometimes you can be more adamant against it than someone that's been on the other side the entire time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, the thing is with those people is you can never do enough. There's never enough. Yeah, there's never enough. You bend the knee, you got to bend both knees. You've got to you got to have other people bend the knee. I mean, it's just it's never enough. The beast needs to constantly be fed, and it, it becomes more and more ridiculous all the time. And she's right. Well, and you know, for this person, you know, found out hey, everything the left had been saying was just a load of bullcrap. Yes, Trump is not a Russian bot. <laughs> right, he's not a stooge. He's not this. He's not that. Okay, you might find some things you don't like about him, but he's not what you said he was. 
and said, you want to see what an insurrection looks like? It's happened right in front of us. Michigan, Wisconsin, Black Lives Matter, protests against Trump's inauguration, violent attacks against Trump supporters, the Women's March, March for Science, protests against Judge Kavanaugh, protests against the Dobbs decision, which included a death threat against Judge Kavanaugh, the summer of 2020, the Tennessee, uh, the Tennessee Three. It goes on and on and on. And there's a lot of truth to that. And the reason they do this stuff is because it works. Yes. Yeah. Well, it, honestly, you have a media that goes along with it. And corporate uh, corporate uh, executives, same yes. thing. I mean, yeah, some people know, just want to get rich, and they, media is going to they, they, brainwash people. They've got to stop. They've ruined so many companies. i got a story coming up about that. But it's just, oh. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it's never enough. I mean, Disney, look at Disney. What a mess. Oh, no doubt. I mean, it's a mess. You see the... Because uh, they didn't push back. They didn't go, okay, we're not doing that. That latest Marvel's movie? Yeah. Worst yeah. of all time as far yeah. as yeah. opening weekend. Wow. Got hammered. <sighs> Titanic Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> and that not in a good way. Not in a good way. Yeah, all right. Where's the Tylenol? Let's move on. Okay. That time of the show. Going around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Hi. <laughs> So George Santos, the Republican representative out of the state of New York, I mean, there's been media has been hyper focused on this guy because he's a clown. He's lied about everything. He lied about being a collegiate volleyball player, of all things. Um, And he is under indictment for campaign finance violations. Now, um, the House Ethics Committee has put out its report. Um, It's a new House Ethics report that came out. Uh, saying that, well, he used his campaign money for things that you're not supposed to use it for, including Botox, uh, buying makeup at Sephora, and uh, OnlyFans, apparently. guy was using campaign funds (laughs) for porn. Holy smokes, man. So so anyway, they're they're going to be uh, referring... Uh, or sending a referral to the Justice Department, so maybe he's going to be indicted again. For his part, George Santos says he's not going to resign, but uh, he is not seeking re-election. Well, that's good news. Everybody's tired of that clown. All right, Scott, what's your story for what's your story? Uh, Target be clowning itself yet again, this time with Christmas decorations. Tis the season, after all. Sometimes these people can't help themselves. Can I get out of their own way? Uh, So here's what's going on at Target. And they've apparently, by the way, learned zero from the backlash and their last woke adventure. This is according to uh, End Wokeness, a conservative account, about 1.8 million followers on X. Uh, They are now offering woke Christmas decorations, including one a little Christmas figurine, little elf with a pride hat on holding a pride flag. Yeah, that's nice. And and they have, and, and again, they have a Black Santa. Now, I've seen Black Santas before, right? Yeah. That's all they're going to sell is Black Santas, by the way. But this one takes it a step further. This is Black Santa. I'm not making this up. In a wheelchair. What? Yes. Hold on a second. So, it, Black Santa's fine. It's all Black Santas? It's all Black Santas, and they're all in wheelchairs. No Asian-American Santas? Uh, no, I haven't seen any. Hispanic no. Santas? No. No white Santas? Not in the new display, no. no. But okay. you got to have a handicapped black Santa, too. It can't just be a black Santa. It has to be a handicapped black Santa. Are they all handicapped? They're all handicapped. They're all in chairs. I'm confused. I am, too. Why? 
Well, you, because it's the thing, man. Hey, don't be. You, you can't. You've got to include everybody. Okay. The all inclusiveness of it is astounding. So if Santa can walk, no good. We're not selling them at Target. Is that what you're saying? Well, we're saying Santa. You got to understand there are different kinds of Santas in okay. this country, kids. Well, and you need fine. to learn not all Santas are capable like the Santa your dad, mom believe in. Well, was, was he injured going down a particularly small chimney, or what? I don't know. What happened I, don't, I, I don't know if you called a uh, lawyer or not on that one. I'm just I trying to figure out. I'm not sure. Does the wheelchair fly? The wheelchair, I, I think it's being pulled. I think instead of a sleigh, it's a wheelchair, and the sleigh is okay. attached to the wheelchair and goes behind it. Seems like that would be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. It might take Cold. a few more reindeer to you know, drive yeah. that thing. We don't know how he lost the use of his legs or if he was we're, always that way. We're not sure. We don't know if it was a drive-by delivering toys in It may very well have been. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> I don't One don't fateful okay. night in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. It was the night before Christmas. Okay. <laughs> All through the hood. Yeah. <laughs> sad my story today for what's your story i'll go ahead just pay this off this 38 year old woman uh had posted this saying it's completely it's funny but it's inappropriate her grandma giving her advice uh the grandma's 106 years old oh wow yes um and it's weird because i think they put like honking noises where there's like curse words Okay. Okay. Uh, which I didn't think were that bad, but that's what you're going to hear. I, that was not my edition. That was in the actual audio that went around online. Okay. Um, meaning, and the word is uh, a woman that's uh, very giving with her uh, stuff. Okay. If you know what I mean. Okay. Roll it. I'm 38. I've never been there. Really, Mama? 38 years old. I've never been there. Yeah, Grandma says, never been married. <laughs> She's not happy about it. Okay? No children or nothing. You sure miss a lot of life. Why do I have to get married and have kids to have a good life? You have no good life. I do. You don't go nowhere. I do. I just got back from a trip. <laughs> you like that, David? <laughs> yeah. You don't good. go nowhere. You got no kids. Failure is what Grandma's saying. Hmm. By yourself, no man. If you don't have a man... You ain't nothing. <laughs> hey, 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 Grandma, that away. Wow. Really? I'm not nothing without a man, huh? I had a husband, tell you that, huh? I still have sex. I know you do, but that's not right. That's dirty. <laughs> Sleeping around like a... Oh, it's one person. One person. Sleeping around like a... So that's the inappropriate <laughs> advice. Get married, have some kids. You like that, Scott? <laughs> well, you know, old school grandma's got it on. <laughs> right. Yep. I don't know, man. From all the studies that we're getting. Oh, yeah. From women that have kids and have not had kids, once you reach 50, I think grandma might have something there if you're just following, again, the studies. Mm -hmm. Don't kill the messenger here. I'm just saying. It's what it says oftentimes. <laughs> you're out there <laughs> treating your undercarriage like it's a house on Halloween, <laughs> just letting anybody come in for tricks and treats. <laughs> You got no kids. You got nothing. You're dirty. You're dirty. <laughs> dirty. Something about yeah, that I just know cuts you to the quick. Ain't right. Freaking <laughs> yeah. right, Grandma. Uh, All right. Much to get to. A teacher who was brutally beaten by students is on unpaid leave. Are you freaking joking me? We'll get to that story and much more coming up.
36,025-1. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice, so many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat, grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, what's the update on this teacher? Remember this uh, this video that made the rounds a while back as a teacher in Florida, uh, who her name is Joan Nadich, by the way. Uh, she was just mercilessly beaten by a student there, uh, who was six foot six, big guy. Because she confiscated his Nintendo Switch. Remember that story? You see the yes. surveillance uh, footage from inside the school where she's walking away. He approaches her, hits her. She goes down, and he's just beating the hell out of her. Yes. And she's still dealing with a lot of uh, physical trauma and everything. He is on trial. The, the guy who did it is on trial and faces up to 30 years in prison uh, Good. for what he did. Uh, however, she initially took a leave of absence, and now because of uh, the trial, because of physical trauma and also emotional trauma after the event, uh, she was trying to take some time off. She is currently now, according to a local news report, uh, living off of donations because she is on unpaid leave. That's astounding. For all of that? Yeah. I'm thinking about COVID and teachers and demands and teachers unions and this person. Yeah, unpaid leave. Which, by the way, there was just a piece. I saw it on the monitor. Teachers union in New Jersey mm-hmm. fighting, saying, hey, these skills tests that they have for teachers, yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> it's kind of a barrier yeah. for people to teach. How dare what? you? How dare you want to? Remember when the left freaked out because Ron DeSantis was talking about bringing uh, retired military in to teach and they're yes. like but they don't have the proper 
degrees and certification. Ask parents. Yeah. What what do you want? The teacher that says, hey, the skills test is a barrier to me. Trust me, I could do a good job. Or someone retired military. Yeah. You tell me, what do parents want? Gunnery Sergeant Hartman teaching math. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what happens. Uh, something else out there. Oh, you mentioned this earlier. Is it true that men let women beat them at miniature golf because they don't want the women to leave them? <laughs> well, if you're dating a woman who's going to leave you because you beat her at miniature golf, you, you deserve it. You don't want her around, do you? If she can't well, no. win on her own, she needs to be made to feel good in miniature golf. Well, you're sure as hell not ever going to let anybody oh, no, win. No, so, no, no, you're not. You'll keep playing until you win. Happily married, sir. I know you are. And she'll beat me occasionally. I know. Pretty good. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. CNN, are they sounding the alarm bells, David? Well, a, a, a little bit. CNN was reporting on some uh, polling data uh, when you look at younger voters, meaning people under the age of 35, and how Trump and uh, Joe Biden are stacking up together. And right now, they are neck and neck. And, in fact, in the poll that they showed with the under-35s, it, mm -hmm. it was like 48-47 in favor of Trump. Wow. And so, again, within the, mar so they're within the margin of error, so certainly neck and neck, though, under 35, which has Democrats. You having a good time, Joe? <laughs> Democrats are scrambling a little bit. And, well, uh, so CNN went to Arizona State to talk to some young progressives about Joe Biden because a lot of them claim they're not going to vote for him in 2024. Doesn't okay. Mean, it doesn't mean they're going to turn around and vote for Donald Trump, but they'll vote third party because right now it's because Joe Biden is supporting Israel. Oh, who yeah. did you vote for in 2020? Biden. 2024, no chance. No chance. I don't want to, when I'm older, look back and say that I voted for someone who supported something so disgusting. How are we going to stand for a president? who watches a genocide happening. Oh I, I regret my vote for Joe Biden, but that's who I voted for because he did not promise us any of this. He promised peace, he promised equality, he promised humanity, and he is a not man of his word. Us choosing to vote for a third party is a direct consequence of Biden's action or inaction on the issues that we care about. Okay. Yeah. Let's be honest, it has nothing to do with israel or gaza it has everything to do with the fact that he's not paying their bills for them <laughs> that's probably true also <laughs> it's so cnn too let's talk to the young people yeah. let's go to some crazy lib university yeah no there are plenty of kids that don't go that route yeah that can actually think for themselves that's a terrible story though yeah well uh, i guess you don't want that now one of the people cnn spoke to said she would vote for joe biden reluctantly but she is just as ridiculous as everyone else. This is, okay. I don't know if it's hilarious or sad. Yeah. 
both, I think. I do not what like Joe Biden is doing. I, I know. But I personally can't live with the fear of having President Trump in office again. <laughs> I was scared for my life every day that President Trump was in office. I cannot live through that fear again. Oh. I can't. Because of that, I am voting for President Joe Biden. Could you possibly be <laughs> any more dramatic? Any more feared for your life? What the hell is wrong with these people? This <laughs> empty-headed nonsense. Because they were told repeatedly by yeah. maybe their parents, social media, and Teachers. by their professors, yeah, that, that Trump was an existential threat, not just to America, but to their personal safety. Yeah, we need to take out some rando female college student somewhere. <laughs> I think she's got some very deep-seated problems. Well, she does. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. Needs a lot of work there. Holy cow. Wow. Uh, Yeah, if you're on a college campus, there's a good chance. It's all about genocide. Gaza. So stupid. You ever see the footage of how Israel is trying to protect civilians? I mean, any footage of that at all get on your feed? Or are you just on TikTok all the time? that the only place you get any information you wonder i mean you really don't know you know some people have brought this up i know we've talked about it a couple of times and i saw david strom hot air also ask why does almost nobody demand the hostages be released in gaza that's interesting because you're right and you know what and I'll, I'll just bring this up and we can move on to other things and this is eight years before david was even born being the millennial on the show. Mm-hmm. But you remember 1979? I do. The hostages? I do. Iran? Yeah. Okay. You couldn't get away from that story. It was like the whole country cared so much about those hostages and couldn't imagine what it was like for that amount of time to be a hostage. Well, that's what started Nightline. That's true. That was the genesis of it. Every night they went on with the update on what was going on with the hostages, yes. And I remember even as, you know, a 12-year-old kid at the time, wondering about it and thinking, is there any more news about the hostages? And you compare that to the people that are being held hostage by Hamas right now. It's not even in the same ballpark. No, that's, that's an interesting comparison because you're right. It consumed our news cycle. I mean, there was a feeling of doom and gloom in this country with yeah. the hostage thing. and went on day after day after day, and you had the Jimmy Carter running the show. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, I mean, that cost— you're about Jim- as tough as the current administration. Right. And, you know, I don't want to speak ill of Jimmy necessarily, but it, it was weakness at a high level. There's no doubt about it. And, he, and, again, this was a guy who thought you could negotiate your way out of it. You couldn't. Not only that, but to me, it talks about how legacy media has brainwashed people. Yeah, and, you know, and and there was no TikTok and there was no, you know. Right. uh, The consuming the brains of the, you know, young people, like amoeba, brain-eating amoebas or whatever. Yeah. And you're telling me, David, that Trump was compared to Hitler again? Uh, Yeah, I guess it's that time. Uh, and I think they're it's doing the season. <laughs> yeah, it, it is the season. And I think they're doing it because they're realizing that uh, people are not really fans of the little Hitler youths that are running around this country right now, calling for the destruction of Israel and vandalizing uh, uh, kidnapped Jewish children's posters that have been hung up. 
Yeah. And so it's like, all right, now it's time. Now it's time to to bring out the hits. Trump is Hitler. Uh, that's what they're going with. Um, and Trump wants to eradicate the Jews? No. But during a rally several days ago, I think it was on Veterans Day, uh, Trump said something that got the media flipping out again. And here's a, a the snippet in question. Okay. We pledge to you that we will root out the communists, Marxists, fascists, and the radical left thugs that live like vermin within the confines of our country. Yeah. Oh, let me guess. The word vermin. Yes, the, the word vermin. Right on cue, the media has spent the last several days trotting out the <laughs> Trump is Hitler nonsense. Here's the... <laughs> Here's a montage of it. Oh, my gosh, man. Okay. It's exhausting for these uh, people after a while, isn't it? You would think? I guess not, Ari. Right. I don't think it's hyperbolic to say that. I mean, that is Hitler-like language. Echoes Hitler. Echoes the language of Adolf Hitler. Echoing the hateful rhetoric of Adolf Hitler. Echoing Hitler's words. Just going full-on Hitler. And the next step is extermination. That is extermination talk. <laughs> Extermination. Are you following what's going on in the world, you freaking dopes? <laughs> I'd also like to say that their dear leader, Joe Biden, did a primetime address in front of, uh, well, in Philadelphia to say yes. that MAGA Republicans are destroying the country. Of course. That Trump supporters are responsible for all the ills. He also did a nice little tour where he said that the unvaccinated were the reason that you couldn't afford rent. Yep. Pitting people against one another, of course, all of that. And you have Hamas and people on the left at universities that really want Israel wiped off the map. But it's Trump that's Hitler. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, you can't make it up. You know what? I mentioned this earlier, just to switch gears. So there's the documentary out today called The Fall of Minneapolis about George Floyd. And it's far worse than what you already knew. I mean, the guy was not murdered, okay? You probably have heard about the fentanyl. There's a lot more to the story, and we can get to more of that. But if you go to thefallofminneapolis.com, they're releasing that today. But Megyn Kelly had Heather McDonald on yesterday. Was she Manhattan Institute? She's always digging up the facts of what's going on around the country that goes against, like, legacy media narratives, Okay. And she was talking about the documentary and talking about what's happened in our country because we're still feeling the effects of it. And to me, the comparison to what we're seeing as far as rallies, even what we saw last night in D.C., is the same crap. It's just this different costumes and dressed up as something else as far as the protests and demonstrations of people that claim they care so much. Here's Heather McDonald. Well, crime went up and the George Floyd year of the of the George Floyd race riots, homicides went up 29 percent, which was the largest increase in history in this country. Last year, violent victimizations were up 75 percent, which is the most in, in, in 30 years. That's according to the National Criminal Victimization Survey. We have unleashed anarchy upon American cities, Megan. Uh, we have seen the videos of the lootings. We've seen the videos of the beatings. We've seen the videos of the shopliftings. And yet America continues turning its eyes away from the inner city dysfunction that is leading to this and to the absolute demoralization uh, of the cops. This By the way, and is there any way to criticize what's going on in the inner city without being called a racist? No. Nope. 
I didn't think so. This this documentary is very important because America does have a tendency to want to forget. And the footage of the arrest, which I'd never seen before, the, the minutes, the agonizing minutes when this went on, is extraordinarily depressing to see George Floyd, who is the embodiment of inner city pathologies, uh, and then to see the the arson, the firebombing, the grotesque, self-interested, narcissistic, entitled looting that spread across the land. We cannot let this be forgotten because it shows what happens when you demonize the cops based on a completely phony narrative. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's still happening all over the place. Yep. And you got a bunch of DEAs in place that don't want to prosecute. By the way, one other short clip, because it's all fact stuff that you'll never hear anywhere else mm-hmm. than somebody like a Heather McDonald. It's nuts, man. A police officer is 400 times more likely to be killed by a black male than an unarmed black male is to be killed by a cop. So if, as we hear from the libertarians all the time, like Radley Balco, who says, oh, all this belly aching about how dangerous it is to do felony car stops, this is really a safe, safe profession. Well, if it's so safe to be a cop, then being a black male, an unarmed black male vis-a-vis police officers is 400 times safer. So the whole Black Lives Matter narrative that our president, Joe Biden, constantly reinforces is a 100 percent falsehood. Yeah. This, And again, we saw the polling of people. How often do you think an unarmed black man is killed by police? And people on the left were saying a thousand times. Some said 10,000 a year. It's insanity. But that's our media, man. That's who is to blame for that crap. It's absolutely awful. Um, we got other problems, too. Uh, kids now new TikTok trend. They are giving their Christmas list to parents through a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> okay. All right. Does that annoy you, Scott? Yes. No, it does? I, I was like- thinking about sometimes... It, for a while there, your granddaughters would just go through your account and buy their stuff for Christmas. Well, that is true. Much yeah. <laughs> more like efficient fast that tracking. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, it takes the middleman out of it. To me. Yeah, yeah. If my kids do that, I'm going to take it under advisement, and then I'm going to make an Excel spreadsheet showing them the cost of uh-huh. everything and how much everything else costs, so that they understand. That. You know, maybe yeah. that's not a bad idea. Maybe that's the way to do it. Then you're going to tell them, Daddy drinks because you're bad, and that's why Santa's not coming. <laughs> right. The one okay. non-negotiable is my booze budget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, news update straight ahead. Thirty-six thousand. 25-1. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. 
manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial. The sexy boomer. That's Scott Robbins. Mm-hmm. News update, David Van Camp. Well, there was a situation in San Francisco uh, today. It was the bridge from uh, Treasure Island, they say. Um, the uh, Bay Bridge in San Francisco got shut down by hundreds of protesters calling for a ceasefire. What happens? Someone has a medical emergency. Oh, well, you got to get across the bridge. They've got other priorities, I suppose. So they have made now uh, about 50 arrests. More than 15 vehicles were towed. And according to NBC Bay Area, drivers were throwing their keys in the bay to try to prevent the police from moving their vehicles. Well, they have other ways of moving vehicles, idiot. Yeah. Hmm. Put it neutral. Hook it right. in a tow truck. You, you can off the so the expectation is then Biden's going to say, you know what? Uh, you know, you guys are right. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to tell Benji, Bibi, uh, you know what? We got to have the ceasefire. Yeah. Of course, that's not going to happen. It's what you're just trying to make yourself feel important. Pretty much. Yeah. They have just opened one uh, lane, the far right lane of the westbound Bay Bridge has been opened now traffic backed up for miles i mean just this is baton to the back of the skull territory in yep. my opinion public caning at you, the you least. just need you need to start kicking people's asses when they do yep. this oh yeah i can't help but think of the thomas soul quote when i hear crap like this i don't want to mess it up activism is a way for useless people to feel important <laughs> even if the consequences of their activism are counterproductive for those that they claim to want to help. If you remember that and you see bullcrap like this, he's absolutely right. It's genius. A lot of times you're looking at useless people, and this is the way they feel important. What does it accomplish? Nothing. No. You're just a pain in somebody else's butt. It's crazy. All right, and you got another story we got to get to, David. A judicial nominee 
Yeah. That's a hard time answering a question. Yeah, another one of uh, Biden's judicial nominees can't define oh. a basic legal term. Uh, Republican Senator John Kennedy likes to do this during the nomination hearings. Just ask simple questions, see if the nominee can answer them. This time okay. he asked a district judge nominee, Sarah Hill, what the difference is between a stay order and an injunction. Now, to the common person, that may obviously be elusive to them. To somebody who wants to be a federal judge, you would think they would know the difference. Yeah. But here's her answer. Okay. A stay, a stay order would prohibit, um, sorry, an, an injunction would re restrain the parties from taking action. A stay order, I'm not sure that I actually can, can give you the, okay. That. Oh boy. Oh man. Wow. Get them out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. He mm -hmm. is great at doing that. Yeah. And it seems like for that person, that should be a simple question. Mm -hmm. But that's just asking too much. Wow. This yeah. is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay, David, biggest story today. Biggest story of the day. Well, we haven't gotten really to anything uh, that Biden talked about after his big meeting with Xi Jinping, the president of China and his boss. Um, we really uh, might need to get to some of that. Um, I think there are more interesting stories out there, uh, including polling showing younger voters are leaving Joe Biden. Doesn't mean they're necessarily going to Trump, but a lot of young progressives are not happy because he hasn't wrecked America enough. Well, the whole thing with Biden, and then he's taking questions, there was really nothing accomplished. And I, we were talked about this yesterday. I'm like, we made progress. And I think we made good progress. And that's exactly what it was. It's so predictable, man. All right. That and a news update straight ahead. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, let's go to Virginia, David. What's the story with the politician there? Oh, well, you may, be, may remember this person, uh, Julie Briskman, Loudoun County Supervisor. Um, she wound up getting elected into public office because she was photographed giving Trump's motorcade the finger. Oh, yeah. She was on the bike. Yeah, time kind of looked like maybe she needed to hit the bike a little bit more. Anyway, um, and Ooh. she was given the Trump motorcade the bird, um, and that was enough for the liberals of Loudoun County to say we want you to elect, or you want we want you to represent us. Whee! Well, uh, there was a controversy involving her and a couple of other people, and it had to do with a couple of trips that they took on city business, of course. Uh, her trip uh, was, you know, you're talking thousands of dollars to a uh, to Uruguay. Uh, what for? How's that helping? Well, it was a sister city that they uh -huh. went to, and okay. they visited tourist destinations. They stayed at five-star resorts overlooking the beach. Nice. Uh, flights on United Polaris business class. Nice. Mm. Living the high life there on the taxpayer dime. And some people said, well, that just doesn't seem very nice. 
Uh, I agree. What's the point of a sister city relationship anyway? And then you're spending uh, between the two trips, they spent more than a hundred grand. A hundred thousand dollars. Now they were they were. That's voting. like rock star stuff, man. That is. That's partying. They were voting on new policy about travel expenditures this week, and she shamed anyone who had a problem with what she and others did. Oh, it's disgusting. What? And it is indicative of what is going on in our country right now. When you can't find anything wrong with the way someone's doing their job, you just don't like the way they vote. You don't like where they are ideologically. So you decide that you're going to pick. Hold on a second. Okay. This has happened with Republicans before. I can only speak for the three Jamokes here. Yeah pretty critical when they're spending money like this what are you doing you want to do it on your own dime fine not taxpayer money no that's garbage at work that we're doing and make up lies about the actual intent of what we're doing putting words in our mouths are we going to get any real examples from this person uh no i didn't figure so they don't like to get into the specifics like, the reason we went to the five-star was because fill in the blank. Oh, it's the work we've got to do. Hmm. Posting pictures of us yeah. that were not intended to be public. Wait a but second. Is, is there more to that, David? No. Well, well one was uh, uh, a photo. I thought one of the photos she or somebody else posted on Facebook, and it was uh, them in the be- on the beach or in the ocean, like boogie boarding and stuff. Okay. That was downtime, not meant for public. Dis- uh, dude, I mean, you're on a bi- you're on a business trip for Loudoun right. County for the government for the people, and somebody puts it on social media. Yeah. Well, that's public. Yeah. Photographs that were taken during downtime. Yeah. At seven o'clock at night, on a business trip. Okay. Folks that did all of these things should be utterly ashamed of themselves. Oh, please save it. Just another reason people can't stand politicians. Wow. I don't know if you heard this. Um, You've heard a lot. And right now, this dude is not all that popular with some conservatives. Mike Johnson, new speaker. You know, he's a religious guy. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll have none of that. Been a lot talked about that. That anchor on CNBC um, was... It seemed like trying to get in a gotcha question to him. I don't know if it worked or not about the separation of church and state. And, you know, he was praying. And it's one thing to do it outside, but, you know, you do it inside. Really? So I don't know if you heard this back and forth, but it went like this. I think it was the first day that uh, you had been uh, sworn in. It appeared uh, that you had were praying uh, on the floor uh, of Congress with a number of other uh, congressman, and there is a question about the separation of of church and state. Yeah, because some of us think you religious kooks keep it out of there. Okay, uh, I mean that's basically what he's. Uh, we often talk on this show about uh, folks uh, about whether religion should play a role uh, inside a company, whether people should be allowed to to pray inside a company. There's one thing to to pray outside and to have your faith, and, and, and there's a great importance in that. But how do you think about that, and how do you think about the public perception of that? By the way, and Johnson's not going to say this, but I'd love it if he said, 
What if I told you I was praying right now as you were talking? Because <laughs> at least for me, sometimes I do that. That would be funny. It would be hilarious. He yeah. didn't say that, though. He, Some people thought uh, Mike Johnson gave him a bit of a history lesson. Listen, faith, our deep religious heritage and tradition, is a big part of what it means to be an American. When the founders set this system up, they wanted a vibrant expression of faith in the public square because they believed that uh, a general moral consensus and virtue was necessary to maintain this grand experiment in self-governance that we created, a government of, by, and for the people. We don't have a king in charge. We don't have a middleman. So we've got to keep morality amongst us so that we have accountability. And so they, they wanted faith to be a big part of that. The, the separation of church and state is a, is a misnomer. People misunderstand. Standard. Of course, it comes from a phrase that was in a letter that Jefferson wrote. It's not in the Constitution. And what he was explaining is they did not want the government to encroach upon the church, not that they didn't want principles of faith to have influence on our public life. It's exactly the opposite. Washington said, of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. And John Adams came next, and he said... <laughs> just go, he's rattling it off, man. And you can tell the anchor... I, <laughs> I hadn't heard this before. No. I'm not quite sure what to do. Our Constitution is made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. They knew that it would be important to maintain our system. And that's why I think we need more of that. Not an establishment of any national religion, but we need everybody's vibrant expression of faith because it's such an important part of who we are as a nation. Yeah, not supposed to say that. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, it was Judeo-Christian values. Sorry if that's offensive. I do like it the wasn't way, all jihadi. I do like okay. the way, though, he Sorry. just riffed that, too. I mean, it just came flowing out. Oh, yeah. It's like, here it is. Oh, they're going to position him as a religious, well, a religious nut. nut. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just the way it goes. You can totally expect that. Um, so Joe Biden had to answer some questions after he met with President oh, China, President Xi. Yeah. And he didn't really say anything. I mean, sure, you can play different clips. Did he talk to him? No more spy balloons, okay? No more COVID. What about COVID? Why'd you guys lie? Why'd you try to cover that up? No. Did he address that? No. No, stop the fentanyl, though. Okay, we want we want that done. And I expect no interference in this election. Uh, he was frank about that. To me, the most alarming thing, after the White House had said he was going to take a bunch of questions... He's got his little list, the little rectangular list. Yep. Looks like it's laminated for who to call on. So he goes through the list. Of course, he's not going to call on any conservative outlets. Just on down the list, I think the Washington Post was the last one. And did you watch it, Scott? Yeah, I know you some, didn't see yeah. it, David. No. I saw most of it, yeah. Were you alarmed that not only does he go down his list reading of who's going to ask the question, but once they ask it, his answer, he's reading off of it. Right. As if he knows it's coming. Yeah, the answer's written for him. I've never seen that and even then in my life. And even then slurred and oh, yeah. mumbly and, you know, jumbled up. Yeah, and then he starts to get out ahead of himself. And then yeah. I guess Blink and the Secretary of State gave him a look. I, I know, I know, I won't say too much. I, I can't, I can't right. say too much. Right. Who's in charge, dude? Yeah. It was typical Biden, though. Very much so. It was nothing out of the ordinary. The bar is so low. But, you know, man, we were talking earlier about how Americans tend to forget things quickly. And you think about COVID. It brought the world to its knees. 
it came out of China. They covered it up. We know all, all about the Wuhan lab. And you're saying nothing about it? In the first meeting you have with this guy, and I don't know how long? How does that make any sense? I don't know. We don't want to offend him? Hey, but we're getting some pandas. That's what I heard. Yeah, what is the panda story? Well, you know, the, there was the uh, uh, panda diplomacy at the National Zoo in, in D.C. several years ago. Uh, the Chinese government loaned pandas. Some new pandas were born here in the United States, but the Chinese government said, well, those are still our pandas and just recently took them back. Which, by the way, somebody needs to be making a heist film about this. Like, the pandas are on their way back to the airport, on their way back to China, and somebody hijacks it or something to, to save the pandas from China. That would be an incredible movie, by the like way. Like Kung Fu Panda, maybe the yes. third one or something? Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, well, apparently they're going to be sending more pandas to the United yeah. States, and that's some big diplomatic win. I mean, look... Joe Dude. Biden did actually give them all the nuclear codes in exchange, but at least we got some cute little pandas. Yeah, pandas. He's going to be really upset when he finds out that he thought he was trading for Panda Express. But <laughs> oh well. By the way, and you know how they cleaned up San Francisco for all this? It's been talked about quite oh, yeah. a bit. It's like they proved, yeah, they could clean it up very quickly if they wanted to. Local outlet was talking to some of the local homeless. Like, hey, it kicked us out. Yeah. Usually, somewhere they wouldn't even let us put our tents up again. Right. Everybody's like, just wait a week. Okay, you'll be able to do it again. Just be patient. It'll be all right. Once everybody's gone, it'll go back to the way it was before. No big deal. Um, and this, you didn't hear it, so I guess I'll just go ahead and play it for you. The overexposure right now. Travis Kelsey, and I know the whole thing. Taylor Swift, most football fans have had enough. Now Travis Kelsey and his brother Jason have released a Christmas song. No way. Yes. Are you serious? Dude. You, you thought I, I mean, was is lying? Is this a jokey thing? I could have been someone. Well, so could anyone. You took my dreams from me. When mom first had you. I kept them with me, Jace. I put them with my own. Can't make it all alone. I built my dreams around you. Yeah, enough. The sound of the silver ages choirs to sing. That's the only thing that makes it entertaining is make a Fetterman sort of remix. Eagles! <laughs> yeah. They drop that in there. Even if you're a fan of the Chiefs yeah, or the I'm, Eagles, right. aren't you like, could you stop? Right. It's enough, man. Just go out and ball. Do we need all this right now? Gonna t neither one are winning the Super Bowl. I'll make the prediction. I'll take the bets. Yeah. Nope. It's too much. Gonna divide the team, especially the Chiefs. Anyway, more on that a little bit later. Other stuff we gotta get to. Haven't had a chance yet. Voter fraud in Massachusetts. Have you seen this? Pretty brazen. That and much more coming up. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly 
It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So you're saying some voter fraud? Hey, there's no such thing. No, no such thing. Uh, vote by mail, universal mail-in ballots, all of that stuff. Totally secure, totally fine. Don't even worry about it. NBC10 Boston has gotten its hands on some uh, video footage, though, of suspected uh, voter fraud. What hmm. happened was a guy who didn't want to be identified by the, by the TV station he says, hey, I went to go vote on Election Day last week, and they said, no, you already voted. And he goes, I, but I haven't voted. I'm here right now. I'm trying to vote in person. Well, then he looks at his ring camera, and ring camera footage shows a woman going to his mailbox and taking the mailed ballot out. Wow. And Jeez. then sending it in. Uh presumably for whoever was paying her to do this kind of thing. Um, there's also another uh, similar accusation from a, uh, a woman who says that somebody filled out and, and fraudulently uh, uh, put in her mail-in ballot. She was not allowed to vote and, in fact, is still waiting to hear back um, about whether or not her real vote would count. Now... There are all these people who say, no, no, if you ask for a uh, social security number on the ballot, if you ask for your driver's license, some sort of checks and balances here, well, well, that's just racist. Both of the people that were featured in the NBC10 Boston story are not white. <laughs> they had their votes stolen from them. And who knows how many other people were affected by this. This isn't a one-and-done thing. It's not like, oh, I really don't like Julio over there. I'm going to steal right. his vote. No, it's a, it's a massive campaign, especially if you think an off-year election. Not a lot of people are going to be voting anyway. You know, you can just go from mailbox to mailbox stealing these ballots that are sent out. This is uh, 
rather than spend all that money on advertising, just hire a bunch of people to do this. Well, it's much more effective yeah, as yeah. far as winning elections. And yeah. probably economically effective, too. You don't have millions of dollars. You don't need to do that. <laughs> Remember when Ami Horowitz went to New York and was asking different black people, do you know how to find the DMV? Well, of course. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, yes, of course. Yeah. And you had the politicians out there. It's just too big to ask. To ask people to have ID. What? What are you talking about? Unbelievable. You know what? I realized there was a piece of audio we hadn't had a chance to get to. We heard it off air. We should bring it up in case you haven't heard it yet. And that was Dana White, president of UFC. You know, over the weekend, he was... Madison Square Garden with Trump and Kid Rock and Tucker Carlson. Yep. It's all over the place. He's on a podcast. They're talking about sponsorships, like when you have a podcast or he says, this happened to me as far as people demanding things. Yep. Like UFC, one of their big sponsors told him to take a video down, and he talked about how he responded to that. This, this happened to me. I posted a video for Trump, right, mm-hmm. on my personal social media. And one of our big sponsors called and said, take that down. You know what I said? Go f*** yourself. <laughs> you vote for whoever you want to vote for, and I'll vote for whoever I want to vote for. That's how this works. I don't even care who you're voting for. It's none of my f-ing business. But f*** you. Yeah. Don't ever f- call me and tell me who to vote for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel in fear these days, you know? A lot of people feel in fear that if they don't vote for certain people, they're going to lose their job. Yeah. Some wow. people do feel that way. Yeah. He said more people need to stand up. Stand up for themselves. Are you going to pay the bills once you get fired? I don't know. Well, do you want to have a pair or not? (laughs) This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. The president, Joe Biden, has spoken. Uh, yeah, well, he was at the big international uh, conference with Xi Jinping in San Francisco. And during his address to the organization APEC, uh, APEC, um, he made a little joke about Governor Gavin Newsom. Really? Oh, roll it. Two years ago, when the United States offered to host this summit, we knew we needed a location dynamic and diverse and as APEC itself, and APEC uh, in San Francisco, here we are. I want to talk about Governor Newsom. I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor, man. What? Matter of fact, he could be anything you want. He could have the job I'm looking for. <laughs> what? He could have the job I'm looking for. Looking for. What job's he looking for? Uh, president. Okay. Oh, I boy. thought Joe was president. Joe is president, but Joe wants another term, apparently. So, okay. I don't think he quite phrased it the way he no, should No, no. I'm not an English major, obviously. If you listen five minutes of this show, you know that. Well, the first part <laughs> of that what? was more of the stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> can you can you make that noise again? Yeah, a little bit. Just yeah, I got a little mumbly there at the end. 
Matter of fact, you could do anything you want. You could have the job I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like talking around a mouthful of jelly beans. Yes. 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 Uh, you know what? Speaking of Biden, um, he is quoted in the documentary we had mentioned earlier, The Fall of Minneapolis, all about George Floyd, how that whole thing was a honestly, it's nothing what most people in America think it was. Three times the amount of fentanyl to kill a regular person goes on and on and on. All this police camera footage that was withheld. Yeah. Some people are seeing it for the first time now. Tells a completely different story of what happened. And so in this documentary they're talking about, we're still feeling the effects from it. Um, one of the things they cover in the documentary, again, it's free to watch. You just go to thefallofminneapolis.com and stream it was the pressure on the jury, like sending the message. You better convict him, okay? Because if not, I'm going to burn the city down. We could be coming after you. Uh They talked about all of these prominent figures around the United States. Um, And I thought this was interesting, and it'll bring back some memories, I'm sure. We're looking for a guilty verdict. We're looking for a guilty verdict. What should protesters do? Well, we've got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. Maxine Waters. Mm-hmm. Got to get more confrontational. confrontational. More active. Hmm. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we mean business. This council is going to dismantle this police department. You remember that? I do. City councilman. Yes. Because this was on Megyn Kelly's podcast. The the funniest part about that is there was so much like of a, of a, a groundswell of support from the activists, and uh, a few of us actually like read how this would play out in the city of Minneapolis. And you actually have to amend the town charter, which requires a popular vote. They actually you, you saw all the headlines: veto-proof majority is set to defund the Minneapolis Police Department and dismantle it altogether. And then it's like, wait, well, wait a minute, hold on. You, they actually don't have the authority to do that. You have to actually put it to a popular vote on a ballot for the people of Minneapolis to decide. Right. And they're like, oh, well, you're no fun. <laughs> but yeah, they play that. And then and this council is going to dismantle this police department. Do you believe there is systemic racism in law enforcement? Absolutely. Our commitment is to end our city's toxic relationship with the Minneapolis Police Department. To end policing as we know it. And part of the documentary, they go and show you what's happened in Minneapolis since. How many cops left? And there was one part that if I knew about, I forgot. After they burned that precinct down. I remember coming on the air going, they, how could they let him do it? It was insane. That after that, cops were asking for, we got to go out there. We're getting beat up every day. We need riot gear. No, yeah. you don't get riot gear. That's going to send a bad message. Yeah, it's going to escalate things after they firebombed a police building. It's freaking unreal, man. And you go back to it. Do you remember the name of the arresting officer? Not Derek Chauvin. No, I don't know. Alex King, who okay. happens to be black, by the way. They didn't talk about that a whole lot. So Man, people, I forgot all about that. They, they're all in jail. And so, again, they go and they talk to Alex King, 
in jail asking if he blames Derek Chauvin for everything. And this is an interesting answer. Do you blame Chauvin for any of this? I don't. The way I see it is that he made the decisions he thought was right. As he did before, he's always been one that was by the book and legally abiding. I think he did exactly what he was trained to do. Unfortunate that the publicity got as riled up as it did by all the officials and politicians that were involved with the case, and it took away any chance he had to even say his piece. Yeah, because that MRT, the maximum resistance training, yeah. they were all taught that. People lied on the stand. There's all these cops in the documentary say, yes, that's in the training manual. Showman's mom has the training manual. Yes, it's right there. And by the way, his knee was not on George Floyd's neck. It was on his shoulder. There's a different angle from See? police cam video that shows it was an optical illusion, the one that was shown on Facebook forever. It's wild, man. But take when upon, uh, upon observing what we saw based on that and based on the commentary that followed. Yes. We all were under the assumption that this was a rogue cop. Yes, until you yeah, started getting... Nobody wanted anybody dead. We'll admit that. But we're like, right. well, but that still shouldn't have happened, right? I mean, everybody right. said that. But then that was the training. I remember saying it didn't look like he put all his weight on no, the I, knee. No, I and, remember you saying that, too. And if a guy too, is trying but... to kill somebody, he has this yeah. look on his face, and they're saying, you know, cold-blooded killer, Derek Chauvin. I'm like... Yeah. He's got cameras on him. Yeah. Every... If he was trying to kill him, you think he would have really killed him? No. And nobody questioned what sense. else could have could have happened and during that time. It was the Floyd family that hired a different toxicologist. It got a different report than the original one. Right. Which then said, well, fentanyl, but I don't know about enough to kill him. No, there's three times the amount that would kill a normal human. It. It's interesting how many people will write about this now that it's... Out. What a crazy time in history that shaped everything. Yes. I mean, completely did. Yes. Well, you have an update on uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh, totally yeah. Switching gears here. What is this? Alec Baldwin, you know, he killed a woman um, yeah. on the set of the movie Rust. Uh, Helena Hutchins was her name. Um, Guiltier than Derek Chauvin and not even close. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And he has denied that he pulled the trigger on the gun and all of that. They were doing a rehearsal and... For some reason, the gun was actually loaded with real ammunition, and he pulled the trigger and shot and killed her. He says that he didn't actually pull the trigger, although it's highly unlikely that he did not, um, if not impossible, that he did not actually do it. Um, initially, he was charged criminally. That was dropped because of a lot of different uh, problems within the uh, DA and a special prosecutor's office. I mean, it was a total mess. It does seem like they are going to wind up charging him with something, though. And one of the clearest indications of that, to me, is that somebody at NBC, he used to work there, mm -hmm. somebody at NBC knows something about what's coming down, the, what's coming down. Because they published leaked footage from his time on the set of the movie, which shows him firing the guns understanding how the guns function and operate you know he mm -hmm. he claimed you know he didn't really know a lot about guns and yada 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 i mean all, all that stuff where he's they also really do kind of go out of their way to paint him in a bad light like where he's screaming at the crew yeah 
I saw this. Uh, here, here's the uh, report from NBC News. Okay. I don't know why you're going up hills and all this stuff. You're going to break your neck. According to a source familiar with the matter, these videos are among dozens provided to special prosecutors days before they announced plans to recharge Baldwin with involuntary manslaughter. NBC News has not seen the rest of the videos. And everyone rolling, rolling. to be right here, like in the path of the gun. Could you please move? The inside look, just a portion of the evidence that okay. could be presented before a New Mexico grand jury starting tomorrow. Tonight, Baldwin's legal team and the prosecution declining to comment on the videos. Since the incident, Baldwin has repeatedly denied pulling the trigger in the fatal shooting. The movie's armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, has pleaded not guilty to involuntary manslaughter and tampering with evidence charges. Yeah. Okay, I have a different clip. I, I haven't even heard it yet. But this is supposed to show his great concern for the crew. I don't know. You haven't heard this? I've not. Okay, he fired I don't think it swears. Salvos, okay. All right. Have you seen it already? No. Okay. I saw a couple this morning. They said I... they said that this video will be seen by a grand jury. Um and it says you can hear it, he preps for the scene, he does it with another actor and then talks to a camera operator who fell and shows great concern uh for the crew. It's only like thirty seconds. Let's see what it is. Now, wait a second. If I'm going to shoot right, do you want to go on the other side of the camera? I don't want to shoot toward you. <laughs> go! Okay. So that's, that's okay. Scene. Everyone okay? We're all good. You all right? Yeah, I'm all good. That's but let's stop. Fun. I'm getting nervous because it's... Cause we, do we want you... I'm going to follow you. Okay. So I want you to go along. I don't know why you're going up hills and all this. You're going to break your neck. Yeah. So I want you well, to lead him on the nicest yeah. path. I would, but I was going to No, 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 no. I want you to go on the nicest path. Yeah. And I'm going to follow you. Yeah, that's leaked on purpose. He really cares about everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't want to shoot I saw one where you. he was yelling at people, though. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's like this low-budget movie, right? And he's supposed to be like the pro in charge? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we were to believe? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's very interesting where that's going to go. And you knew it was going to be a terrible movie, too, and they're still talking about releasing it? Really? Well, they haven't finished filming it yet. They they started, uh, restarted filming. So, yeah, I guess they're going to release yeah. it. I, did, I didn't know that. It's crazy. Who's going to want to watch that? I guess I guess some people will oh, be no, curious. Oh, no, yeah, they will. Morbid wow. curiosity more than anything else. Do you see the story? <laughs> Speaking of movies, we can get paid $2,000 to watch 12 Hallmark Christmas movies. How much? $2,000. Not enough. Not enough for you? No. From the guy that watches The Golden Bachelor? No, I'm not it's watching. It's an incredible journey. <laughs> yeah, but see, you don't, you don't get that kind of drama on those. Yeah, you don't. You, you, you don't have to get paid to watch that. You do it because you enjoy it. I, I think there's another episode tonight that's right because it's Thursday. I, I think it's over. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think he picked the winner last oh, week. Oh, sorry. I, I don't keep up on it. Well, I, I missed last week, so I don't know. I think he picked the winner last week, though. We'll have to get an update. It's to an incredible sure. journey, though. I'll it always is, isn't yes, it? It is. You know, one time on a reality show, I want to hear someone say, you know, it's been a boring journey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it'd be a lot cooler. Yeah. I don't think you're ever going to see it. All right. News update. Much more. Straight ahead.
holiday season is all about family, and it's a good time to remind ourselves of how important our responsibility is to protect the ones we love. That includes planning to secure their future. Life insurance is an easy way to give your family peace of mind. It provides a safety net, so if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Your family deserves peace of mind. A life insurance policy through Policy Genius can give it to them. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much money you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. That's PolicyGenius.com. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice, so many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Yeah. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Another news update, David Van Camp. All right. I'm going to try to not lose my cool right now. Okay. It's been announced. Major League Baseball is selecting Atlanta to be the site of the 2025 MLB All-Star Game. You're joking me. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> So they want to make it right. That's right. They're just trying to make it right. Playing along at home in 2021, was it? Yes. That uh, they they pulled the uh, all-star game out of Atlanta in protest of Georgia's election law, claiming that it was like Jim Crow 2.0. They caved to activist pressure and robbed the city of Atlanta of uh, the economic benefits of putting on an all-star game. Yes. And sent it over to Denver because they believed left-wing lies about Georgia's election law, which had such controversial things as you have to show an ID and prove who you are before you vote. Mm. Wow. How dare they do that? And that's when it all started, David, telling Scott that Major League Baseball hated him. Yeah, Major hated League Baseball. values. Yeah. And everything else about him. That's where it started. Now they want to make it right. <laughs> well, you know, they want to correct the mistake, and then they – I see where the Oakland A's are moving, too, to Las Vegas. That's a done deal now. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if Major League Baseball came out and said, we need to apologize to the city of Atlanta, mm-hmm. that would be an, a step in the right direction. That's but I don't think happen. that's happening. Are, no. Is it? Uh, no, not not that I have seen. It, no. uh, as of right now, it is just, hey, we're proud to announce that we're sending the All-Star game back to Atlanta which to me really exposes the entire 
grift of the activist class in 2021 to begin with. Oh, because joke. the law hasn't changed. It's still in effect. Yes. And as far as the black vote, it went up. Right. And was it the Atlanta Journal-Constitution working with the University of Georgia, maybe? Um, there was the poll that showed 0% of African Americans reporting problems voting. Wow. You know what? I mentioned that it was a video that Ami Horowitz did when all of this was going on. It was in New York asking different people about voter ID laws. I haven't heard this in a while. I think this is the right part of the video, and I think it's edited. Oh, boy. Let me just go ahead and roll it. Oh, sure. I think it's all right. I think it's fine. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, they're usually pretty racist, and <laughs> they're, they're bad. I think voter ID laws are a way to perpetuate racism. Would you say they're, would you go as far as to say they're, they're, those laws are racist? For sure. Yeah, that was it. That was the setup. So For the, sure. The, the, those are racist. People don't live in areas with easy access to DMVs or other places where they can get identified. Right, so it sets up he's talking to all white people. And then he starts talking to black people later on. I heard a lot also that uh, black people can't figure out how to get to the DMV. Really? Is that, is that, what does that say to you? I know it's that, but I'm 25th Street. Do you know where the, ID, <laughs> the, the DMV is around you? It's on 125th Street and 3rd Avenue, I believe. You know where to get there? Yeah. Do you have a problem getting there if you have to get there? No. It's, I know you sound like silly question. You know how to get the AV? Of course. You know where it is? Yes. You can get there? Uh-huh. No problem. No problem. Just checking. Okay. And I also heard a lot that black people, especially poor black people, have no access to the internet, can't figure out how to use the internet. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's just stupidity, honestly. Everybody has access to the internet. <laughs> they all are talking about it. That's absolutely ridiculous. So great. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David. To me, it's that Major League Baseball still hates you and, in fact, thinks you're stupid, too. That Scott will fall for? Yeah. Well, uh, he, Scott loves baseball. He's not going to stop. It doesn't no, matter. No, it's, I'll go back. They're well, just trying to They're trying to make amends. I'm and just, write, but they're not, it. though, because Manfred said back in 2021 that Atlanta would certainly be an option at some point in the future, but not unless change I would need to see was made. Oh. What change was made there, bud? Well, they never get specific, do they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Could have handled that better, I guess. Uh, you're wearing Major League Baseball garb right now, too. Yeah, I got my Kansas City Royals sweatshirt <laughs> on today. <laughs> and you got the trifecta coming up along yeah. with the news updates right ahead. All right. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Got the Robbins trifecta coming up in just a few. A lot of stuff going on. And I mentioned I heard Megan Kelly's podcast yesterday, and she had the makers of the new documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis. And if you go to thefallofminneapolis.com, you can watch it for free. That's what you it's, said. It was free, huh? Yes. Hmm. And I haven't seen the whole thing, but different scenes. And... There's a reason why so many people are saying this is something you got to watch to understand how media can manipulate an entire country and then see what happens in the years that follow. Because you've seen crime go up everywhere, big cities across America. And it all started with the defund the police movement. And so after Megyn Kelly was done talking with the makers of the documentary, she had Heather McDonald on from the Manhattan Institute that's written about this a lot. 
She's been criticized as a racist. She just brings facts to the table. Says, I don't, who is suffering the most since all of this has happened? And it's been black people. The death rate is through the roof in a lot of big cities. And again, she is just speaking facts. Fact of the matter is, you cannot enforce the law in a colorblind constitutional matter without having a disparate impact on black criminals because the crime rates are so high. Because we have more blacks in prison does not mean we're a racist criminal justice system. It means that the inner city culture is right now in a very, very bad state. Boys are not being socialized. They are engaging in these barbaric drive-by shootings that are taking dozens of young black children's lives, none of whom have ever once been commemorated by Al Sharpton or Benjamin Crump. Never once, never once has a Black Lives Matter activist said, say their names. Instead, this is another tragedy of our period of our time, Megan. By the way, I think that's a great point. Why doesn't that ever happen? Seriously, where is Al Sharpton or Ben Crump to say, hey, you got kids killing other kids all the time. It happens every week. Because they're not, there's no money in it. Right. And, that, and that's probably true. Really what it comes down to, there's no money in that. And what it yeah. remind, when she's talking about that, what it reminds me of is a uh, conversation I had years ago with a police officer. And, and they said, you know, th- this was somewhere around uh, maybe mm, a few months after um, Michael Brown was shot in, Saint, in Ferguson. Right. And he was talking about the culture that you deal with in, in, in high crime areas. Mm-hmm. And he is the guy who introduced me to the concept of it doesn't really matter if you're talking about the inner city or the trailer park. What happens is you have a lot of dudes who have no prospects because they were not raised by a dad. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of anger issues, and they're dumb. And the thing is, and this is the brutal truth, Again, if you're talking about the trailer park or the inner city, mm-hmm. most of the time, if you take just drug deals out of it, what happens or what leads to homicides in these two areas is someone felt disrespected. That's true. That's it. And so you have to do something. They, they do not know how to walk away because their status in that community is the Mm -hmm. only thing they have going for them. That is the only reason to wake up and get out of bed in the morning or at the crack of noon. That's it. And you have to, it's not a, forget about the races involved for a minute. You have to address a crisis among young men who live in poverty. You have to figure out how to reach those guys. Yes, but there's, there's no one on, the left that seems to want to do that. No. It's hide behind some faux white supremacy nonsense. Like whites, again, I'll say it, a white supremacist loves what's going on. Blacks killing other blacks? They just get to sit back and enjoy it. Yep. Heather McDonald's, I don't know if she says it in this clip, she says it seems like it's only conservative people that truly care that want to see it stopped because they're not putting any policies in place to make it stop. Here's the rest of the clip. Our civil rights heroes now are today thugs like George Floyd. I'm, I'm not going to mince my words because you don't either. 
He was a thug. Yeah. He beat up women. He was a drug dealer, had a felt long felony record. He's now our civil rights hero. That's very tragic. That is a very, very far distance from the noble civil rights warriors who sat in patiently, passively, nonviolently, wearing suits, wearing ties to bring this nation up to its highest ideals. Now we have our activists pulling down any standard that has a disparate impact on blacks. And that is a, a recipe not just for the loss of black lives, but for the loss of an entire civilization. Well, yeah, you get a loss. Yeah, it's heavy, man. Yeah, it is. But it's a huge problem, and you, you don't see that much in media. Well, you know, we throw around the word courage and bravery a lot unnecessarily. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage to do what she's doing right there. Agreed. A boatload of courage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's taking the arrows, that's for sure. No doubt. All right, you ready for your big three? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta helped, you know, by zero. I'm Casey Kasem. Well... Well, I'll ask tomorrow. I'm not even going to ask you today yet about the weekend because gotcha. I think I know what the answer I'm is. I'm ready. Your mama told three. me not to come. Okay. Yeah, number three, he wants to move on with this. I know you've got your personal gripe. Y'all can talk about it. Believe me, I didn't want to go. Right, okay. Well, then I'll stop asking. Mm-hmm. He always begs me to ask Good. him, then I don't ask him, and he gets Good. all nutty about it. So, okay, fine. Stay Goodbye. home. Goodbye. <laughs> Stay home. I don't care. Wow. Did Casey just walk out? He, Case. He's not walked out. He'll be back. Case. He gets one segment know. a day. Yeah, I don't I, he's not back yet. No. I just Come heard back. Him say goodbye. Weirdo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> you, there you go. Okay. All right. What's up? Uh global heat deaths are projected to increase three hundred seventy percent if action is not taken right now. To limit the effects of global warming. This is according to a study that was published by The Lancet. If average global temperatures reach 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels, as is expected, without drastic action, an additional 524.9 million people are also expected to experience food insecurity, aggravating the global risk of malnutrition, and we're going to see an increase of 370%. Of deaths related to heat. Now, now, as Jamie, you mentioned earlier, as cold-related deaths are 10 times higher than heat deaths, global warming will actually save more lives, if you follow the line of logic here. So the warmer it gets, the less people will die of cold. I would love it if one of the major networks just had a debate. With one of these people, with someone else that says, I've been following this for years, and here's where you're wrong. They won't do it. No, but they always do these startling numbers. You Casey, see. you win? All right, okay. Now, on with the countdown. All right, Scott Robbins, try to the top three of the day up to number two. Number two, Jeopardy fans are upset. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? I mean, there is a feeling you get when no one on the panel knows the Jeopardy question, but you do. There's kind of that superiority feeling you get for just a moment, right? Because yes. generally speaking, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, it did happen. Tuesday night's episode, 
The category was 90s singers. Ken Jennings is the host. He said, quote, This country superstar's Friends in Low Places was named CMA Single of the Year in 1991. No. Showing a picture of said singer. No one knew. No one on the Jeopardy board knew. Now, Jamie Markley, I turn to you. Who was that singer? It's Garth. Come on, That would be Garth Brooks. Yes. People went nuts blasting the Jeopardy contestants online after that. Like, are you kidding me? I'm yelling at my TV. Garth Brooks! Garth Brooks, you idiots! Nobody got Jennings was even surprised by it. Like, whoa, I do. Well, we're not country music people. Well, you don't have to be a country music person to know who Garth Brooks is. Wow, that is astounding. Isn't that something? That is. Don't yeah, about and it. the countdown continues. Yes, the Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, one. We got another out-of-gas celebrity threatening to make our lives a little bit better if Trump wins re-election. Well, if you're on the border there, like, I don't know if I'm going to vote for Trump or not. This may tip the scales in his favor. Uh, Barbara Streisand. Again? As, as, yes. She's now vowed to leave the United States if Donald Trump is reelected in 2024, saying she can't, quote, live here anymore. Good. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> now, this comes one month after Cher announced the same thing, right? She said, I will move. I can't live in this country if that man becomes president. Goodbye. <laughs> as for where she will go, Streisand said, Probably to England. I like England. She said the political climate in the U.S. is really bad and then said Joe Biden is a great president. <laughs> Thanks, Babs. And there you have it. This guy, Robin Trifect, the top three of the day. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Casey. I would not I'm really go. not mad at you. It's really been an honor for me. Well, okay, me it's too. good to hear you make Bar- up. Barbara Streisand yeah. might want to check in on what the pro-Palestine crowd is doing to the Jewish population in England. England. Or thinking about moving there. Or yes, because the uh, political yeah, climate here is, in fact, Jewish. Yes. I'm sure she has no idea what's going on. I'd be willing to bet on that one. All right, we got to get to another news update. And Nimrods in the news. we got some wedding crashers for Nimrods. This is a fun one coming up. Thirty-six thousand, twenty-five, one. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. Thirty-six thousand. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. Twenty-five. NetSuite turns twenty-five this year. That's twenty-five years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down expenses. One, because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. NetSuite is everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance for free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program. 
including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at teledochealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C health.com. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Another news update, David Van Camp. Well, just some leftovers here a little bit, I suppose. Uh, it's Joe Biden speaking at the big uh, uh, international event that was held in San Francisco yesterday. And uh, here's him talking about the technological wonders that have been developed in San Francisco and all around the world. Here in this world... This world-renowned hub of innovation, leading, leading tech companies like Anthropic, and, and I'm going to mispronounce. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to try. Oh. <laughs> it's a comedy it's routine. Better not to try and not mispronounce than try and mispronounce. The funny part is, usually when he's joking or in on the joke, you can kind of see, like, he's looking out at the crowd. I'm not going to try that. Right. This time, he just, just looks like his inner monologue came out. And he goes, he just said, I'm not going to try. And then people laughed, and he says, oh, wait, I said that out loud. All right, I'm going to try to make it seem like I did a joke. It's that frail, wow. fragile, slurry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you want four more years of that, don't you? Yeah. Uh, again, watching the Q&A last night is him reading off the list of who to call on and then reading off the answers and still butchering it. You're like, that's the leader of the free world, man. Dude, probably oh. probably is a good thing he just quit on that one because we've heard him quit before, yeah. and it's something. If it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to Anyway, <laughs> just uttered. <laughs> he was Ugh. utterly defeated by that sentence. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. he, did, he did get some good news, though. Special counsel, uh, the the, uh, the special counsel investigating his uh, mishandling of classified documents. Yes. Reporting coming out now. Sources saying not expected to bring charges. Of course not. Shocking, isn't it? Yeah. I got hairy legs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Did you expect anything else? No. no. Unbelievable. Well, and we're supposed to hear within the next week or two because the heat's going to get turned up on the Biden family investigation. That's what the word is from yeah. the Republicans. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. We'll see. All right, Nimrod's time rolling out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's the news. Uh, we start with the wedding crasher. Okay, if I say wedding crasher, you got a picture in your mind of who this would be? Yeah, an idea. Okay. They look like Vince Vaughn? They do to me. A little bit. Uh, this person doesn't look anything like Vince Vaughn. This is 57 year old Sandra Henson. Okay. 
just kind of a gray-haired lady. Yeah. She looks like nice enough. Um, she just pleaded guilty to larceny, trespassing, and disturbing the peace after crashing a wedding in September and stealing from people. But as the story goes, that's not her first rodeo. She's been walking into strangers' wedding receptions for at least six years. And this isn't just somebody that's like, I just love the romance of it and right. would want a free meal. No. In at least three different states, this has happened to Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi. And this is what happens. She steals from the bride, the groom, and the guests. So, you know, there's memorable moments. You know, oh, it's the piece of cake, and is yeah. he going to put the piece of cake or whatever? Yep. And you're distracted by this or that. That's when she starts rummaging through purses. Because everybody's taking pictures, distracted, and she's just lifting cash, whatever she can get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, then, of course, she'll go to the gift table, take whatever she can. Apparently has made off with tens of thousands of dollars in cash, credit cards, and gifts. And they just got her. Meanwhile, Jeez. South Philly, police looking for five dudes who stole meat from a refrigerated truck early yesterday. One thief told the driver, hey, we're only taking a little. Really? That's it? And then pointed to his hip. He had a gun. Oh. They stole 15 boxes of beef. All right, closest two wins. 15 boxes of beef from this truck. How much is it worth? Well. What do you think? $15,000. Twelve five, seven thousand five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still a lot though. Yeah, yeah, they're looking for them now. And in Michigan, see if you've heard this before: a firefighter accused of arson after he was caught actively fighting a fire that he started. See, you no. hear about this every once in a while, you know. How many of these has there been? Jeez. Where you do the investigation, and it turns out it's someone. You did it? Yeah. Yes. And a lot of times it's a volunteer, which is crazy. And there's another one in Michigan. That's Nimrods in the news, and this is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show.